welcome to Bridging Chicago, a podcast that aims to connect our listeners to Chicago's business, community, cultural, and charity leaders. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bridging Chicago podcast. I'm Nathan, your host for today's episode. I'm so excited to be joined by the CEO of Lincoln Park Community Services, Cheryl Hamilton-Hill. So Cheryl, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we were so excited to hear about your program and what you're looking to do or what you are doing here in the city. But we always like to backtrack and and talk about, we are bridging Chicago, so we like to talk about your Chicago story, about how you came to be here and about your experience with our city so far. All right, well, I came (laughs) here from Washington, D.C. about four years ago. I worked on the Hill there as a consultant and uh, an organization asked me to come and uh, help get a youth shelter started. So uh, while I was working on some uh, legislation up there for anti-trafficking, that's how I became familiar with some of the work that was being done and uh, what was needed. So came here, got a youth shelter up and running and uh, was actually going to go back to Washington, D.C. And then another shelter called and said um, that there was an opportunity there. And uh, so now not only do I get an opportunity to work with youth, but I also get a chance to work with adults, anyone 18 Mm. and over. So um, the organization that I am with currently is Lincoln Park Community Services. And uh, it started back in 1985 when four faith communities came together and said that they wanted to do something to impact those who were experiencing homelessness Mm. in the Lincoln Park area. So it started off as just a emergency overnight shelter with yeah. a, a few pallets on the floor, but people who were very, very dedicated to this work. Yeah, <clears throat> it's interesting because I think Lincoln Park is thought of as one of the more affluent neighborhoods in the city. Um, and so to think about a homeless shelter there or, or homeless people in Lincoln Park isn't necessarily something that people would think about, but I mean, it, it one shows that it can happen anywhere to anyone, really, if circumstances change in our lives. Um, but also it shows that the city, is, I mean, this is a very vibrant city with, with neighborhoods, but it is also takes some work to live in this city. It can be tough to live here sometimes. Absolutely. And you're correct. Uh, Lincoln Park is a very affluent area, Um, but that's why a lot of people come there is because there are resources available um, to assist individuals. So if you think about someone who, you know, I'll use this as uh, an example, panhandling on the corner. Are you going to do that in a community that also doesn't have resources? Or are Mm -hmm. you going to navigate to a place where you may be able to get uh, some resources to get a meal or Mm -hmm. uh, to find a place to stay? Um, And also the community is very, very caring. While at our organization, we serve people from all over the community, not just in Lincoln Park. So people will navigate uh, to our organization because they've heard about us, they've heard about the services that we provide, and uh, we're getting people housing. Yeah. Are you, like, Lincoln Park is also very big. (laughs) So it's, I know it stretches from, I don't even know how far it is, but I know it's obviously the actual park. Um, near the lake and then also 
like the Apple Store area on North and Clybourne is also Lincoln Park. So it's just such a big neighborhood. Um, are you like closer to the park area, DePaul, the business area? Like where in that park area do you lie? Well, you have actually hit on both of our locations. So we have okay. one in Lincoln Park, okay. uh, which is on Fullerton Parkway, and it is right down the street from DePaul University. Okay. The other one is on Sedgwick uh, in Old Town. So oh, it's yeah. right between North Avenue and uh, Division Street, right uh -huh. on the Brown Line. You've probably seen I, the building. I, I, there's, I probably there's, walked by it on Sunday. <laughs> you, you probably have. And if you're on the brown line, it has a giant mural on the side painted oh. by artist uh, Sam Kirk, who um, did it. It's four stories. So it's very bright wow. and colorful, but it's like a beacon of hope yeah. in the community for those who are experiencing homelessness. Yeah. And I think that's so cool because that points to what is happening a lot in this city, which is sort of a reclamation project, I guess, of um, we see a lot of murals going up, a lot of um, new artists sort of being um, showcased in these murals. But really, I think what it's showing is these sort of hidden talents that were around or the hidden people that were around are, are kind of getting their place more so now than I think before. Absolutely. And we actually have some of those individuals inside the shelter. Yeah. Um, we have people from all walks of life. I yeah. mean, your circumstances, if they change overnight, that means that you could be on the verge of homelessness mm. or actually experience homelessness. If yeah. you don't have a job, if you lose your job or if you lose your housing, um, what are you going to do? Yeah. Some people don't have family here. Uh, others don't have additional resources. And so in some cases, individuals are one paycheck away mm. from yeah. Uh, experiencing homelessness. Yeah. I think a common misconception with uh, people who are under-resourced is that they are under-resourced because they choose to they either get that way and choose to stay that way or they just don't want to work. They don't want to do the work to get to where other people feel like they should be. Can you speak to that misconception and, and what you know about the people that you serve? It is a big misconception. Mm -hmm. There is not one person that I have met that wants to be homeless. Yeah. And so when we hear that, you know, we, we always try to make sure that we are educating the community to make sure that they understand these are people who have jobs. Mm -hmm. These are people that have education. Um, these are people that have had all sorts of resources in some case, but something has happened. Yeah. So it could be the death of a spouse or partner um, that put them in a situation. We have had situations where individuals have identified as gay and their family members have put them out of mm. their homes. Yeah. We have had seniors who have had uh, their social security checks taken by people who should be caring for them yeah. and it left them in a homeless situation. There are people that have experienced uh, mental health challenges, yeah. physical health challenges. There are individuals who have suffered from domestic violence or yeah. have uh, drug addiction. There are so many reasons that people end up um, coming through our doors, but we don't offer any judgment. If mm -hmm. you come through our doors, we are going to do whatever we can to assist you, not only in stabilizing your situation, so if, if you need employment, we're going to help you get a job. If you need 
counseling or support in that way. We're going to yeah. get you to a doctor. We're going to get you to that mental health professional. We're going to make sure that you have financial literacy training. All of the things that help everyone be stable in their own uh, environments, that's what we try to do before we place you in your own home. Yeah. I was just thinking about this as you were talking because the work that you're doing is not only to help stabilize them and help them provide for themselves and their families, but it also is bringing all that into the community of Chicago and all of that, um, the, the work, the effort, the, the economic impact, but also um, the, the creative, the art, all that goes right back into the city. Absolutely. So when we are able to uh, get someone off of the street, it is a benefit, not only for that individual, but when we talk about how generous people are in the community and what they're doing, if we can get another person employed, that contributes to the economy. If mm. we can get individuals from utilizing the hospitals as um, their place to get medical care when it's not an emergency, as yeah. an example, yeah. um, stressing that system. If we can make sure that we help an individual, that can help generations yeah. if we're able to put someone in a place that they are able to provide for their family, not only short term, but long term. Yeah. So 